Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let it rain! You remember the class where I taught y'all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All right, guys, welcome in here on a Thursday as we uh, as we look to make it rain here. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Germanary Dane Martinez uh, loaded here today. Plenty of uh, live Wagering going to happen here this morning as we get ready for the third major of the year, the U.S. Open, Tiger Woods, Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy, the whole gang, Brooks Kupka uh, getting ready to dominate here. West Coast time, of course, California with uh, with Pebble Beach. Uh, we've got a lot of matchups here. we got uh, some guys to go over, and I think more than anything else, I think we'll uh, we'll put on the back burner the idea of who might win this thing. And for matchup purposes today, we're going to dive in a little bit here on the uh, live wagering. So those of you that have some questions or have never done it before, you guys can actually uh, check out how we're doing this. But there are some dudes we must fade here today, uh, not only in matchups in round one, but for the tournament. So uh, we'll spend some time doing that this hour, give you an idea of who are the guys that just here but take a red marker, put uh, right through the name and any matchup you see there. Uh, we'll start with that way because there is a million of them. There are actually more guys qualified for the U.S. Open than there are a standard PGA event. So a lot of selections and also a lot of value. Uh, so there's uh, there's some things that popped out to us over here that we'll share along with you. That is coming up. And, of course, let us not forget, Dane, tonight, Game 6, Toronto Raptors, Golden State Warriors. And right. we have the latest numbers from uh, from Vegas on that. Tell you where the sharp money is going. But I did last night. One of the big things that uh, that we've been screaming about is I do think it's over for Golden State tonight. I, I had no doubt that uh, Toronto better team. I, I think Golden State's running out of gas. So yesterday, uh, the numbers were really, they were getting worse for Toronto, uh, right? What, why we were on air. I mean, it opened up at four and a half, and next thing you know, oh, right. it was it was three in a lot of books, and the money line was going down. So what I did is there was no way in uh, in God's green earth I would ever bet on the Boston Bruins to win anything. So we went ahead and took the, uh, the St. Louis Blues money line, which right. was nice and juicy at plus 165. And I, of course, tied it into... The Toronto Raptors tonight nice. at plus 125 right. or plus 130, rather. So a nice five and a half, six to one uh, money line parlay is what's at stake here tonight for Toronto. And I don't know, Dane, everything. I just I got that feeling, man, that it's the tank is on E and it's yeah. a nice story. I'm still going to bet him first half, but I just I got this feeling that it's uh, now that Durant had the surgery, he's not going to be in the bill. I don't know, man. I think it's going to be fun to watch, but uh, something tells me, much like last night, we got a 4-1 game. 
I, I think this is going to be a bit of a uh, blowout towards the end myself. Really? That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think it'll be more competitive. I sort of think it'll be I, – I have a little bit more faith in, I guess, some intangible things, right? Like the home crowd or like the heart of the champion, that sort of thing. You know, I just think that if if the Warriors go down, they will go down swinging with Steph and Clay. Um, so there, there may be ways to take advantage of that as well in terms of prop bets of things like that around the Splash Brothers because if they go down, they're going to go down riding their main horse – but I, I just don't I don't think they get blown out. Um, so we'll see how it winds up going. I think it'll be a little bit more of a closer affair than you do, Joe. Uh, it's going to be interesting to uh, to check out. That's for sure. Uh, I'm nine o'clock, I believe. Uh, tip off again. Yeah, West nine o'clock tip. Gonna be nine another long. Tip. Listen, is long it, isn't Kawhi on empty also? Isn't Kawhi on yeah. empty also? Well, you know the the thing is, I have at least a little bit more faith in. The supporting cast of uh, Kawhi Leonard, depth-wise, too, as well. I do think they'll yeah. find their moments in this game to be able to get him a, a little breather. But I think I, I think Kawhi understands the moment. There's one thing that we have been able to come to appreciate and to know about Kawhi Leonard is that I, I there, it's going to be left out on that court tonight. I don't think he's going to hold anything back as far as, well, in case we get a game seven, I think what you're going to see is Kawhi on full tilt. And I think he's he doesn't want I mean, as nice a story as it would be, but Kawhi understands what game sevens are. Uh, you know, just ask the Bruins last night at home. What the hell does that mean? And I think the trend continues, right? Four games in a row where the away team has actually won and home court has meant nothing. And, I, you know, I kind of if you're asking me to count on uh, Jarebko, uh, uh, Looney's probably I'm not, not playing. Uh, you know, I, I hear that. I hear that. And listen, uh, the Warriors have not beaten the Raptors on their home floor at all this season. Right. You know, which is kind of ironic, you know, even in the regular season. But, I, you know, I just think we're going to see a different. It's tough, team. man. It's tough. I think, it really is. Yeah. I think, listen, I think we're going to see 40 out of Steph. I think we're going to see 30 out of Clay. And I think, you know, what's going to be interesting is what version of guys like Boogie Cousins and Draymond Green do we get? You know, will Boogie Cousins be a force in the paint at all? We've seen it in game two, I believe, but not really other than that. Draymond Green, though, I think the interesting question about him, remember, if there is a game seven, Draymond Green would be suspended for it if he mm-hmm. gets a technical. And so that is our poll question today, Joe, at FNTSY Radio, at Spit and Speeds, at Joe Ranieri. Will Draymond Green commit an unthinkable seventh technical foul in the playoffs, forcing a suspension for game seven? You would think the answer is no, mm. but you never know with Draymond. Damn, you just, you don't, right? I mean, you just don't. I'd like to see, you know what it is? I can think that if things are going hard left, for Golden State, mm-hmm. we might see a, a foul call go against Draymond or Golden State that he might lose his lunch there uh, when it comes down to it. But the fact that he it's been a while, I mean, that was the last technical, right, in the last game we've seen in a while for him. So he's done pretty he's good. He's held sixth in the playoffs, though. It's his sixth in the playoffs. It can't be that great. Well, not in the Toronto series, though. We haven't seen uh, we hadn't seen that in the uh, in the Toronto series in the finals. I mean, we did see it a little bit the at the Clippers. Series? That's a lot. <laughs> the Clippers had Patrick Beverly, so there's a <laughs> they had the okay. ultimate noise there. All right. 
Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source com score total visits. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get in shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is under 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com Yeah, big congratulations to the St. Louis Blues routed Boston Bruins last night for their very first Stanley Cup 51 years in the making. The Blues, great hockey town, uh, great organization, rich in history, and they were able to do it as a plus 160 closing line road underdog and pushed on the total of uh, five goals. If you uh, if you had that, if you ended up getting that number there, they were a plus 130 series dogs, by the way. Uh, and they were plus 250 after losing game one. And don't even get me started on uh, what their future bet was. 
looking all the way back to January 2nd when they were the worst team in the uh, the NHL. This is it. It really is. Worst record in the NHL. Literally. I mean, ter- dead last, like across the board here, where I do think even their future odds to win uh, were were absurd. And I know this because there was one lunatic who just happened to, uh, his name is Scott Berry, he's a Blues fan, just happened to be in Vegas at uh, at the time, right around the uh, beginning of the year. And he had, uh, I think he had 400 bucks left in his pocket. And before he got on a plane, he's like, all right, and, you know, instead of throwing it on, craps table or something along those right, lines right. of the blues. So we ran to, uh, he ran to it and he threw uh, 400 bucks down for the blues to win the Stanley cup, that 400 bucks. And we've talked about this guy over the last couple of weeks. Uh, we've known about it ever since they made the finals. Now that 400 bucks was worth a hundred thousand. So nice. last night and leading up to last night and kudos. And this is, you know, oh, the you reason why it. you bet 10 grand on the Bruins. <laughs> he put it up for sale last night. Uh, you know, he had had it. Uh, the swap shop there had prop um, swap, yeah, prop swap rather had gotten involved, and and he had gotten some monster offers. I mean, forty thousand, forty two thousand. For he was getting a lot of, especially early on when Boston beat him. Uh, and he just kept saying no, man. He's like, nope, nope, not gonna do it, not gonna do it. And uh, kudos to him because last night, what a party it was. He ended up uh, cashing that $100,000, $400 future flyer ticket on the St. Louis Blues. And kudos to him, man. I'm honest. You got to have, when you're staring at 40 grand in the face going, no guarantee that you're going to win this tournament. It was, you know, 2-1 at one point. You know, the, uh, here come the. Here come the uh, the Boston Bruins. You know, the Bruins are favored. They're minus 160, 170 favorites every game. So what do you uh, – and he kept uh, he kept going, nope, absolutely not. In fact, I do believe there was an offer as high as $75,000 when, the, when the Blues went up three games to two. Somebody offered him $75,000, and he said, to hell with that. And he was pushing it for the hundred, and the payout was a hundred. And this is a four hundred dollars, Joe. I mean, honestly, um, honestly, Joe, I'd take the seventy-five k if it was offered to me. I mean, I really would. I mean, I really would. I mean, you're still locking in a profit of seventy-four thousand thousand dollars, right? I mean, that's. I mean, come on, like it's a nice story, and it's a great part of that story to be able to say. And he rejected offers as high as seventy-five k, and it's great to be able to show that. Oh man, I had pride in my team, and I had faith, and all that stuff. But when you think, like, if we're talking about straight math, Joe, and if we're talking about, like, the straight, like, edge and value, come on. You have to acknowledge that at some point, guaranteeing 400 into 75K is the right decision when the ultimate payout was 100K. I mean, what is that? Like, another whatever percent on your money, but to have it locked in something that would be such a win like that to lock in seventy four and a half thousand dollars as a win. I mean, I let's be real here. I, I would take it. It's funny too. We always talk about line shopping, right guys? Let me, let me explain to you what happened with this guy too. He was at Paris in Vegas and he went to the sports book and the line was two fifty. but he said smartly, let me go to the Bellagio and let me see what the odds are there. You know, he said, let me go to at least one other book to see what I got. So he goes to the Bellagio, and that they had it at 150 to 1. So he's like, you know what? 
took the time, walked back to Paris, had that 400 bucks in his oh. pocket, put it down on his way to the airport. And uh, that that was an additional $40,000 by him doing that shopping and oh. getting the best wow. number. We talk about it all the time. And he did say last night, I, I had a concession. He's like, I'm not going to lie. I had a concession uh, speech ready to go. And he's like, I would have just said, because, you know, the, the pressure, not only for him, but think about it, though. The family, everyone around him is like, take yeah. the money, man. Take the money, dude. Like, what are you going to do? Wife is saying, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Take the money. And he said that, uh, listen, at the end of the day, he's, you know, he still had his career, still had his family, his friends, his what. You know, he's like, I'm still a winner one way or the other, which is fantastic when you just lost out on possibly $100,000. Uh, I guess what the hell else are you going to say besides I probably should have taken the money? Oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but I think that's a good lesson, too. Didn't hedge, didn't do anything. He basically, uh, you know, he, he wrote it. He said, listen, they're my team. Uh, don't know if they're ever going to get here again. And I want to see it through. And I and I think, let's face it, it's <laughs> it's that much more rewarding, man, for you. Sure. That 400 bucks. Uh, what a ride for this dude here over uh, over the first six months of the year. Fantastic stuff. I'm happy for the guy, too. I'm happy he didn't cave to everyone else's pressure about what he should or shouldn't do. He stuck to his guns, and good for him. Oh, so what does that mean? Is he uh, Zion Williamson or Kevin Durant? He stuck to his guns and did what he, he wanted did. to do. He uh, did. But here's the thing. I Like, yes, it's a nice story, and it's even nicer that he decided to press his luck and keep the faith, that sort of right. thing. But couldn't he have also – let's say he takes the $70,000 offer, right? It's okay. not like he can't say that this is due to him having faith in his team. He Remember, right. he still played this bet when the Blues were literally dead last in the NHL. He could still have the narrative that he had faith in his team and turned it into $75,000. Like, that's still a great story for the grandkids, you know? So, like, listen, I'm happy for the guy, and he stuck to his convention – convictions that's cool and all i just think at a certain point it was actually a dumb move it played out nicely for him but i would have taken the offer of 50 to 75k you gotta think too it was it would have been fantastic for us if he would have lost uh that would have been really <laughs> uh, we, we would have had a whole lot of fun here this morning as well as everyone well, else the could have should have would have and that adds even more pressure to the dude but think about how at peace, you have to be with yourself. And this is, right, uh, you know, I don't know how much this guy gambles on an everyday basis. I'm going to say probably not much. Uh, but you've got to be at a certain comfort level in your own well-being to go, you know what? It's 400 bucks. Well, I'm not missing it. Comfort in your financial stability. Right. Exactly. As well. Exactly. You know what I mean? You've got to be able to go, um, yeah, okay. You know, so what? these guys. The other one you were talking about, the guy who bet on Tiger, remember, it turned right. like 80K into one over a million. Like, let's let, let's let, let's reset expectations here. You right. have to be at a certain level of financially stable and comfortable to wager 80K on anything in the first place, okay? Like, listen, I got a job. I ain't betting $80,000 on anything. Why? Because $80,000 is real money to me that can sustain me for a year. You know what I mean? So, uh, like, let's let's put this all in relative terms, Joe. You know what I mean? Like, to be able to to, to put $400 on something that is like a, an 80 to 1 shot in the first place, you know, right. to be in Vegas <laughs> on a vacation <laughs> in want. the first place. <laughs> You know, it means you have to have some level of financial stability. The guys right. on the corner in the, in the Bronx here by me that are like, you know, scratching themselves and scratch offs every hour. Right. They don't have 80K to lay on anything.
Right. It's it's crazy, man. It's um, it's you're right. Comfort level, financial stability, all those things play into it. But it wasn't 80 grand like that other lunatic. Uh, the guy happened to be on a business trip, 400 bucks. And he's like, you know what? It's my favorite team. I mean, if I had 400 bucks in my pocket and I was in Vegas anyway, and the Jets were up there at, at 300 to one or something, you know what I mean? Like what? Would I go, invested listen, in it's that, either that or I'm going to go put it on the blackjack table and probably lose it in one hand anyway. That's still a different level of risk, right? Like, I'll, right. I'll take my money and play blackjack until the cows come home, right? But if I'm going to bet a 51, I'm in essence riding it on fire in a lot of ways, right? <laughs> so would I like that machine on fire? No. Would I gamble it at the poker table? Yeah, so it's still a different level of risk. It really is. It, it, it truly is. So it's a good lesson for all of us, though, man. Bottom line, follow your gut. Just follow your gut, man. Ultimately, that's what you do. It work. All right. We'll talk to myself in matchups coming up here. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com proudly made in america can't get enough fantasy football roto experts has launched their nfl 365 fantasy football package which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet davis maddock and the roto experts are providing dynasty season-long betting best ball and nfl draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play save 10 percent at rotoexperts.com with the promo code fntsy it's the nfl 365 fantasy football package only at rotoexperts.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. Do you feel bad when you draft a player, he doesn't have a good year for you in any fantasy sport, and then the next year he goes off? Like, I've heard people try and take credit for that, saying that, oh, I was just a year early, but I knew the skills were there. Uh, no. In a redraft league, you lose. And I lose on Cattell Marte. 
man, what a great year he is having. Weekdays, noon to 2 p.m. Eastern, on the FTSY Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Classic Van Halen. Wow. Damn. We got Van Halen too? Damn. Man, brother, that is bringing back some uh, some memories there. You ever notice with Dan Halen, too? You can always tell the iconic band. Like, all you have to do is hear the opening guitar riff. You know, it's Eddie. Oh, Dan yeah. Band. You know what I mean? It was it was always. The problem, and I, and I always thought that was Joe. with Hendrix, it, I did the same thing for a long time until Stevie Ray Vaughan uh-huh. showed up. And then I couldn't tell the difference between those two. <laughs> and I'll tell you what. If someone like me, where rock is not my genre of choice, if I know it, you know, then it's probably pretty, uh, it's probably pretty yeah, big. Time. You can tell the classics, like the first note somebody exactly. sings, first guitar lick, the first, you know, like, oh man, that's Van Halen. Like, even if you don't know it, you're just like, oh, that's Eddie. That's, uh, yeah, that's go. Van Halen. Yeah, same thing. Hendrix, Zeppelin's the same type of thing along those lines. Just the uh, mm-hmm. classics. Absolute classics. All right, welcome in here. Make it rain. Fantasy sports. Radio Network 2019 U.S. Open is uh, probably just about three hours away, nine, uh, right around 9.30 Eastern time uh, out in Cali there. They will begin the tournament where the latest odds, uh, the latest favorites anyway, kind of the three, still the three big ones, Rory, Dustin, and uh, Brooks Kupka are your three favorites. And then you've got that uh, that short group behind that, including, you know, Tiger Woods and Patrick Cantlay, you know, in the uh, in the teens. I haven't seen anybody make a big push. Um, actually, well, I, I did. There are, from a Vegas perspective, there are a couple of, uh, there's some liability out there for Las Vegas right now. And the liability is in, believe it or not, Phil Mickelson. And they have, Phil has gone from opening up to uh, he was somewhere in like the 45 to 50 range, and then all of a sudden he dropped yeah. down to the 20s oh, really? because people love Phil Mickelson. Uh, number one, right, the popularity. That's just so public, right. He won the PGA, uh, not the PGA, he won the AT&T, which was held at this golf course early on in the year. And so people are Isn't like, oh, but different? Totally. Well, because what people don't understand is they hear Pebble Beach and the AT&T, the Pro-Am. But don't forget, that's a mixture of three golf courses, that tournament. And so he only played two rounds in that tournament at five rounds total. And he only played two rounds at Pebble Beach. So, you know, they rotate. So it's a totally different aspect. Plus, he shot much harder for the major, right? Don't they set it up much harder? Don't they they set it up much harder, too? But the but to think that Phil somehow was shot 19 under on with four rounds at Pebble Beach is not the case. Like he shot 19 under on four different golf courses. Uh, right. Two of them, two five rounds, happened to be at Pebble Beach, but 19 right. under wasn't the score. But people are going to see that and be like, "Oh, he just won there, so go ahead and let me put some money." Plus, it's Phil, it's Phil Mickelson, so right, right. people love, and I mean love Phil Mickelson, and right now. They got a lot of liability right now. Uh, I know FanDuel, uh, in fact, is one of uh, is one of the groups that have a huge liability in Phil Mickelson uh, because they took a lot of money with him when he was in the 40s there, 45, 46 to He's one. Still there, I'm staring right now. 
He's still 46 right now. He's still 46. So there is going to be, there's going to be some, uh, I know out in Vegas, he dropped to as low as 25 to one in some of the books there um, because of how much. And again, he's a California guy. So, you know, all that California money coming into Vegas. So he's as low as 25 to one in a lot of those books out there. So, uh, but He's he's not very good right now, guys. That's the whole thing with Phil. He's ranked 208th on the tour in driving accuracy, and he's 196th in total putting. So when you put that together, what does it mean? Yeah, this isn't going to set up very well for him. Uh, So it's a nice story, but it's not one that makes, to me, uh, economical sense there to be able to back a Phil Mickelson. It's nice, guys, but uh, yeah, no. This is not a course or a tournament where Phil is in prime shape right now. You know what I mean? Everyone's like, oh, he knows that course. You know, he, he lives right around the block. So, I mean, he plays that course a million times. But there's a difference between playing Pebble Beach on a Tuesday and playing Pebble Beach during the U.S. Open, because Dan and I were just talking about this, in fact. The USGA is the one responsible for the United States Open. That is a different governing body than the PGA. So. The USGA kind of, and you've heard this about uh, U.S. Opens like, before, so you like the should honey know. Yeah, they don't really give a crap what the PGA or anybody else thinks. They have one major tournament a year, the U.S. Open. It's what they spend all their time focusing on. And the idea is we don't want 15 under winning our U.S. Open. We don't want 11 under yeah, which is why for a very long stretch of time, you, when you look at past winners, it's three under, five uh, under, one under. The re- <laughs> they have since since January, they shut the course down, essentially. Once the 18, anything, they ultimately, the USGA takes over the course, shuts it down. And over the last three months, they've been not cutting the tinkering. rough. <laughs> they've been <laughs> these Poa Greens that are in California on the West Coast. There, some guys love them, some guys absolutely hate them. But what I can promise you is the, the greens at Pebble Beach are like little postage stamps, man. They are ridiculously tiny. Not where Beth Page, where you had these big-ass fairways, big-ass greens, but it was like 9,000 yards. Here, it's only 7,000 yards, and oh, yeah, you're hitting to a postage stamp that's, you, that's you know, modulated up in the air, and you're like, okay, and the wind's blowing, and you're like, okay, this is... This is going to be very hard. And, yeah, by the way, they cut the greens to a point where you might be able to hit Dana, you know, a, a pitching wedge from 100 yards, right? And you hit the thing right. sky high. It lands right in the middle of green. It's going to roll off. Right. And so that's, that's what they're in store for here this week. Yeah, so let me ask you something because I was trying to study up because I knew we were going to be talking about this a lot uh, this morning, right? So two things for me. One, as it relates to Phil. Um, right. He's not in good form. But another thing I've seen over the last few months, Joe, also contradicts him for this course. Like, isn't he out like putting out videos of him hitting bombs and talking about how he wants to drive the ball these days and how he wants to crush it? And again, this is not the tournament for that. It seems like you need to have it going on between the ears in yes. this week also. Right. And so I don't know if Phil part, you know, kind of is like that right now. You know, it seems like he's you know, feeling himself a little bit these days, Phil, trying to hit bombs, calling out Matt Kuchar for his caddy stuff. You know, I, I don't know if he's focused on the details he needs to, but that's one question. 
The other part, when you talk about the USGA, I heard this, this idea that the USGA would like tinker with the course, not to let it play out evenly across the four rounds, but to just try to generate it looking like the toughest thing possible. And, and, and one of the, uh, I heard someone yesterday say that it might, the course may actually evolve over the course of the four days. And you talked about the greens. And one thing I heard yesterday was that the greens may be like good on Thursday and Friday, but then wind up becoming harder and harder to play as the week goes on uh, because maybe they won't tend to them or they'll let them like, you know, the Poana grass or whatever it is. And so my question for you, Joe, is the same way you said this is a shorter course, right? So guys who can bomb the ball and drive the ball, that advantage is somewhat, you know, mitigated or eliminated, right? Sure. With these greens and how they get crappier and crappier throughout the week, possibly, does that mean that a guy who's not the best putter will have a, a greater and greater edge or that disadvantage would be mitigated throughout the week and a guy who's a great putter, that advantage would be less throughout the week? So, for example, a guy like Jordan Spieth, who's known as a good putter, might he be good in the early rounds but not so much later on? And the inverse, let's say a guy who I'm, by, by the way, on, Adam Scott, might he, you know, might his uh, – deficiencies in putting not be such a big deal if it's completely ridiculous for everybody? It, well, it, it uh, listen, it's a level playing field for sure. So even the world's best putters are going to have a tough time, which is, but you got to keep in mind too, in golf, guys, we always talk about variance, right? In, uh, in sports betting, the biggest variance of the most volatile aspect of golf is the putting aspect, because you'll have guys who can't hit a fairway, Right. Can't hit a green, but they can one putt from any, you know, they go through these stretches where they drill everything. So putting is the ultimate equalizer. The rest of your game might be crap. You know, two sixty sevens are not exactly created equal. If one guy is simply driving in a fairway, he's on one, but he's two putting all day. And then you get another guy, guy who is five footers yeah, all, all who's day. ricocheting it off trees. You know, he's recut, but he's up and down. Once he's on the dance floor. It's all good. Right. <laughs> it's a different story. So that's the one thing. Uh, and at a U.S. Open, you're right. It gets it gets magnified to the point where you don't know. You just don't know. I mean, some guys will be Especially great. Some guys will be bad. messing with it. But they are messing with it every round here, guys. There wow. was a okay. there was a U.S. Open out by uh, about you out on Long Island there, not Beth Page, but uh, a place called uh, Shinnecock. Shinnecock. Yes, hey, and yeah, and a few years ago, the players, these pros, and this is what cracks me up. Anytime you hear professional golfers bitch and moan about how hard a golf course is, <laughs> it makes me chuckle. It really does right. that these guys they Welcome they crack me up. <laughs> They were bent out of shape when I tell you at that U.S. Open because of what the USGA they would uh, and the U.S. Open, by the way, was in the summertime uh, up until this year because they changed the schedule. So the greens would dry out and they would perfect. It was almost impossible to keep the ball on the green. And every time you'd putt, you could barely hit the ball and it would roll off the green. And they were going ballistic when I tell you crying and bitching and moaning. It cracked me up. Down everything, <laughs> right. Uh, but, you know, you've got an interesting golf course here from the standpoint of it's out on the water, guys. So it's June. It's not August, right? So you're going to have a little colder weather. Guys with back problems are going to take a little bit longer for them to get loosened up, so to speak. We'll talk about some of those guys. 
Uh, guys that don't play early on very well in tournaments, you got to keep an eye on because it's an open. So there are a couple of, and we'll start with guys that you should absolutely fade today. We'll give you those dudes, and we'll live bet them coming up. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off. 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, I'm just going to try it. My pants are like falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code NTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions to have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800 961 961 Time to go over to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a points bet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code grid and get yourself two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. Now, in addition to traditional betting, points bet also offers its own betting concept where customers 
are simply rewarded by how much they win their bet by. So, for example, if you bet the Steelers, let's say, laying three and a half and they cover the point spread by seven, well, then you'll end up getting seven times your stake. It's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Promo code grid, guys. Get yourself two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today and want to welcome you in here to make it rain and that's exactly what we plan on doing as we are uh, gearing up for the u.s open uh tea times right around 9 uh, 9 30 there this morning uh in pebble beach and uh, dane and i have been uh, talking we've got the the books open here we got the FanDuel sportsbook open up we're going to dive into a little yeah. little uh wagering here we've got uh some uh, uh some great matchups too. the head-to-heads here today not just in the tournament of course but the the first round uh, matchups are great. And I thought it's easier instead of going, all right, who's going to win this tournament over four days? And none of the names are going to shock you who are favorites and they're favorites for a reason. Uh, there are definitely, though, some guys from a matchup standpoint that you could probably fade and start with that and then work your way backwards and say, all right, let's pick the guys that we don't think are going to make the cut, guys that are probably going to have a hard time on this golf course. And then look for the matchups that are listed and see if there is any value, uh, you know, any way to make some money. So I know, Dane, there's, uh, you, you've got uh, you've already got your bets in. And anytime Dane tells me I may, I may have gone a little bit uh, <laughs> overboard here on the U.S. Open, then uh, then I know that man has been click happy here over the last 24 yeah. hours, banging everything. So start with uh, give me uh, give me some of your uh, bets here. Let's uh, let's take a look at what sure. you're looking at. And you're right, Joe. You know, so what I wound up doing, you know, a little bit of research yesterday. And I, I, on the positive side, there's a couple guys I like. And I found them, you know, I, I put a couple shekels on them to win. I also put a couple of shekels on them to finish top 10. And I also, you know, everybody has like a, a, an over-under on their specific position. So, you know, I might have got them, you know, 23rd or better as well. But to your point, let's start with the guys that I am fading um, you talk about this being a shorter course. You talk about this being a course that requires discipline. You know, you talk about the need to be able to scramble here. You talk about also it needing to be good between the ears. There are two guys, I think, that do not fit that description that are getting pretty decent odds, so it may be valuable to fade them. First of all, at 30 to 1 right now, this does not sound like John Rahm's bag, my friend. This sounds like, you know, John Rahm's a bomber. John Rahm is someone who could, uh, you know, go left, as you were saying. So I am trying to find ways to fade John Rahm, and I found a couple. One is his position is something like 27th or better. So I said mm-hmm. he'd be 27th or worse. And then right. because he's at that level, um, I was able to get matchups with him straight up against people that I do like. You okay. know, and so I have I'm picking against him in the tournament against Xander Shoffley, against Adam Scott and against Tommy Fleetwood. Like uh, I like all of those. I really do. I think this is great. And and to your point there, and I don't know what what are we what are we looking at there? Is he um, are you is he favorite in some of those matchups there or is he getting sure, uh, um, is he getting money? It's it's minus one ten on both sides. Okay, it's minus so. one ten on both sides for Shoffley. And for Scott, um, mm-hmm. I'm actually getting plus numbers betting Fleetwood against him. Okay, so John Rahm is, and if this is going to be what we think it's going to be, which is a classic old school U.S. Open, meaning that 
guys who are ridiculous who can drop balls in with their irons and all you know the the precision guys uh and 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 short game guys are going to rue the day i mean they are going to just love this golf course and they're the ones that are going to be playing in the final groups on sunday and yeah no john rom's if you were to describe John Ron, John Ron is a guy who can just bang the ball. Let's first and foremost, the guy's one of the biggest hitters on tour as well. And the problem with him, though, when you are that big hitter is oftentimes when you are deadly accurate with the long stick, you are you are really good, right? Like you are. And that was him for a while there this year. Everybody was talking about just two, two, three months ago. You know, Masters-wise, we were talking about him being mm-hmm. such a, uh, you know, up-and-coming guy, probably going to win some. Uh, and then, you know, in typical John Ram fashion, when it goes sideways with him, it's the not being able to recover from that. And the one tournament all year where if you're not necessarily, if you're 60% fairways off the tee in this rough, you're you're due. You're looking at eight, possibly nine on a uh, tournament. I mean, one shot that may kick to the left, go in the rough. And like you had mentioned, the USGA has no problem screwing with these players. You know, right. a guy like John Rahm is just we'll honestly, he's a, he's a triple bogey away from a, uh, a tantrum, guys, like we have never seen before. You know, throwing the bag at his uh, at his caddy. It's uh, to me, that's frustrating following him and right. supporting him, but it's also a very smart approach today, uh, not only in the first-round matchups, but the tournament matchups, keeping in mind that if I can't trust a guy, number one, to be accurate, and number two, I can't trust a guy that if it does start to go hard left, r- you know, right yeah. the ship, because it all, it's only going to take, right, one round mm-hmm. uh, where it, it could be the end for John Rahm. Not to mention, uh, I do think that, it hasn't been a great last three or four tournaments from him. He's missed a cup, uh, a cut a couple of times. Not in great form. So John Rahm, to me, I think he's a little, uh, a little overpriced in the 20s, 25 to 1 to win the tournament. But every guy you mentioned there in those matchups, yeah. I'm yeah, on, buddy. man. You give me those. All, and I love the price, too, by the way, that you, uh, that you mentioned there. Uh, I yeah. got no problem. Xander Shoffley, guys, let me just tell you, Xander Shoffley is... Uh, one of those guys that should be top five or possibly winning the tournament right. on your cards. That's if right, you, baby. what are you showing him as uh, to win the tournament? Twenty-five to one. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven to one. This is a guy that's got to be there, guys. He is completely overlooked. Completely yep. overlooked by the betting markets. I heard people calling him Brooks Kepka light. <laughs> yes, very good, consistent, good. He's another one of these guys like Patrick Cantley was a couple of weeks ago at the Memorial <laughs> where you go, he's going to be there, all right? I mean, like, we we keep, we're not paying attention to him, but he he's top five, he's top and ten. In fact, guy. the last two U.S. Opens, uh, and this is just the last six months people have been talking about him, but yes. keep in mind, the last two U.S. Opens, tied for fifth, tied to sixth. He's been top ten, top there five. Um, this is a guy who's got the game to be shocked that he would be a top five on Sunday or even possibly win it. You're not paying attention. And at 27 to one, he's (laughs) definitely a guy that needs to be on your card. So uh, I like Xander Shoffley. We were talking about it yesterday that it's odd, you know, and everybody Mm -hmm. just understand from a value perspective. It is odd to have four guys, DJ, Kepka, Rory and Tiger 
kind of mm-hmm. so low, right? And, and yep. with under a thousand, like under ten to one in a golf tournament, like that's not good value, right? So you've been saying it all along. I'm starting to fish in that pond also. If you look at one or two tiers down, we're talking about people who are like top ten, top fifteen golfers in the world who are yep. really good. That's where the value is, you know, and that's where I am. Guys like Cantley, guys like Shoffley. Guys like Scott and Fleetwood, these are guys that are, I don't know, 12th in the world, 9th in the world. But because everybody is on these top four favorites, you know, it, it, it manipulates the value. There's no value in DJ or Tiger or Rory. But by definition, that means there's incredible value in these mid-tier guys. And, Joe, you say it all the time. That 15 to 25 to 1, that's the pond to fish in, and especially at this kind of tournament. Yeah, especially at a major. And you had mentioned Tommy Fleetwood, another guy I think that's being overlooked. Uh, the odds for him on winning the tournament, 25-30 to 1, somewhere in that ballpark there. Um, yeah, he is a guy. Understand, There's, we've got four majors, right? There is, when you look at Tommy Fleetwood, there are two majors he plays very well at and two majors he, uh, yeah, no, not so good. The Masters and the PGA, he hasn't finished better than 17th. Right. Uh, And it's not good. But the U.S. Open and British Open. Yeah, it had a let's say a solo fourth. He was runner up uh, also at the British over the last two years. This is a guy that plays the Open Championships, British and U.S. Open, much, much better. The knock on Tommy Fleetwood is he hasn't been able to finish on a Sunday. He gives you, you know, gives you 54 holes of unbelievable golf and then shoots even par on Sunday, and and he usually gets caught from behind somewhere along those lines. Uh, It would not surprise me at all if we are going into Sunday with Tommy Fleetwood being first, second, or third, uh, which makes him very valuable from a matchup standpoint, right? Uh, We talk about guys coming up. Tommy Fleetwood is a guy that comes out firing early on in tournaments. So matchups for Tommy Fleetwood, not only to win it at a good 35-to-1 price, but definitely top 10, top 20, and look at some of these matchups that Fleetwood has here today because his MO is really sharp, really good early on. He tends to fade a little bit, though, when it happens uh, as the tournament progresses into the weekend. So Thursday and Friday, Tommy Fleetwood should be somebody you guys are looking at in matchups as well. He's at a three ball. We talk about the three ball also with the Mm -hmm. rest of the group. Interesting group, brand names today. He's in a group with Sergio Garcia and Hideki Matsuyama. Matsuyama yes. and Fleetwood are plus 160 to win that group today. Sergio, plus 220. If you're saying Fleetwood gets out early, uh, maybe that's an interesting idea. You could also bet these guys first-round scores, you know, yes, over-under. Will they go 71 and a half, that sort of thing. So if you think he's coming out hot, you could just bet him to go under par today. The problem with Matsuyama, so you guys understand here, is another big number, too. This is a guy that... Uh, from a ball striking standpoint, I think he ra- he ranks top five on uh, on the tour. The guy is fantastic. Hits gr- hits fairways, hits greens, uh, putter, iron right? play, fantastic. But the problem is he loses all his strokes putting. And these greens that he's about to go on, these style, these California West Coast, yeah. uh, um, uh, Aul greens, yeah, guys, it is um, it is not good for him, man. Uh, he is not a guy. But if it's not good for everybody. Doesn't that right. almost make his weakness not really a weakness? No, it is, especially him, because the guys oh, okay. that are going to win this tournament are going to have to consistently make eight-foot pars. 
10 footers, right? Not 10 foot bars. Okay. He is not a guy that can do it on easier greens. Uh, these are going to be okay. very challenging. I just don't see him consistently getting the speed right where he's got to roll in an eight to 10 foot par, uh, you know, on these uh, consistently through four days to do it. That's what scares me about Matsuyama. Great from every other aspect, but the putting, uh, if you're asking me Matsuyama or Fleetwood, I would definitely go uh, Tommy Fleetwood. And and Sergio is one of those guys uh, in that group. Listen, Sergio is probably a monster number. Is he 100 to one or something to win the tournament? He's got to be huge. In the tournament, he is. He's a big number. I'm looking at yeah. the three ball with him and Matsuyama and Fleetwood. Yeah. And he's at plus 220 yeah. um, to just win this group today. But you're right. Yeah. Sergio would be a bomb. Uh, he's at plus. Uh, he's at 85 to one. Yeah, he is. Uh, he has missed the cut in seven consecutive majors. Uh, so there you go. It's not been great for him. He has got the game, guys. Let's be realistic. You know, he has got the game, but it's been a while since he's competed in a major, especially at one like this. So right. you give me that three. You give me Fleetwood in that three ball, man. That give me ball. Fleetwood all day long. All right. Cha-ching. Can you Sounds hear that good. sound, guys? That's the that's Sounds we're making good. it rain right now. U.S. Open, get Rahm. ready. I'll tell you who else I'm fading, too. But we'll do that coming up here, man. Getting ready for the U.S. Open here. Making it rain. Did we just become best friends? Yep. The best friends forever. Did you see the uh, Joe Musgrove and Josh Donaldson ejections? I did. You want to talk about gaining a two-star week? How about losing Losey. a two-star week, Greg? That seemed From Joe Musgrove. That seemed ridiculous. From the umpires? Yeah. Jameson Tyone was tweeting about it. He tweeted at the MLB, you have to clean this up. Because it's basically just umps flexing their muscles. Nothing happened. The bench is clear. Donaldson tried to push the catcher out of the way, Elias Diaz. And Joe Musgrove threw his hat so, down what, what, like they were ready to scrap, but nothing happened. Watch live on the FNTSY YouTube stream and download the podcast on your popular podcast providers. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America.
Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. They need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. Now. All right, Thursday, people, plenty of opportunities to make it rain. That's what Dane and I are here for. And, uh, of course, no better way to make it rain than in a major championship for golf. And if you are new to golf betting, if you, uh, you know, you, you obviously know Tiger Woods and I can tell you right now, a lot of you, uh, even if you've, you've looked at golf and been like, uh, you and I both know Tiger Woods being relevant on the weekend is going to pique a lot of interest here, especially at a yeah. course in which he has set the record uh, that he knows that he's won that uh, many, many times. So uh, there's going to be a lot of interest and there's a lot of great ways, even without you knowing much about golf. There are great ways, great prices, great chances for you guys to profit a little bit. And I would suggest for the hardcore guys, listen, you, uh, you know, you're hardcore, you know what's going on. But those of you that, you know, hey, it would be nice, maybe get a little action today over the weekend. Uh, we're going to point you in the right direction as we are just about two hours away from the opening tea times in Pebble Beach in California. We'll get the Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, Brooks Kupka. Will he make it a record third? Should you be fading Kupka at this point? Do you think he can do it? Uh, Dustin Johnson, who has uh, done very well here, has won the AT&T, so on and so forth. So we will dive into that as well as tonight's Game 6 as we look at the Toronto Raptors and the Golden State Warriors. We'll give you the latest lines from Las Vegas. Uh, and we want to wish uh, Kevin Durant a very speedy recovery uh, from the hospital bed there yesterday. Dane, he uh, tweeted out that, uh, you know, he wanted to, uh, he appreciates everyone. He said, uh, what's good, everybody? I want to update you all. I did rupture my Achilles. Surgery was today. It was a success. Easy money. My road back starts now. I've got my family and my loved ones by my side, and we truly appreciate all the messages and the support people have sent our way. Like I said, on Monday, I'm hurting deeply, but I'm okay. Basketball is my biggest love, and I wanted to be out there that night because that's what I do. I wanted to help my teammates on our quest for the three-peat. It's just the way things go in this game. I'm proud of what I gave. I gave it my all, uh, especially as I physically could. Proud of my brothers. They're going to go get that W, and I'm going to be cheering with Dub Nation why they do it tonight. Kevin Durant. Last act, man. Soft? I don't think so. I don't know. It's funny how somehow these guys have now become sympathetic figures on some level. Isn't it amazing what one game will do? Unreal. We are so easily manipulated mm -hmm. as fans. <laughs> Hour two next.